Dead but alive. Why dead but alive? Alive because I'm walking, I'm breathing. My heart is still beating. Dead because I'm walking in this world with no purpose. No guide. No destination. For a long time I lived like that. Where I didn't have a plan. I didn't know where I was going. I was looking for an exit for all my heart, aches, and problems, but I couldn't find it. Dead but alive. Alive because I'm still smiling. I'm still socializing. I'm still being the I'm still being the life of the party. But inside, I'm dead. I don't feel anything. And what I do feel, I try to hide it from everyone. What I do feel, I'm trying to push it aside. Nobody sees it. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody knows what I'm feeling. All they could see is the smile on my face. Dead but alive. When... I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where to turn. I don't know what to do with myself. I am alive, but I am dead because I don't know what to do. I give signs of needing, of pleading for help. But nobody hears me. Nobody sees me. And when I do say something to others, it sounds like it's dramatic. To others, it sounds like it's a joke. But I am serious. I am drowning and nobody is helping me out. I walked like that for a really long time, feeling empty inside, feeling unloved, waiting for somebody else to fulfill who I was, waiting for a long time for somebody to be the final puzzle the final piece of my puzzle dead but alive I was so hungry for love that I would get near everyone, anyone that would show me attention dead but alive I was waiting for somebody else to complete me but I didn't even understand myself I was waiting for someone else to love me, but yet I did not love myself enough. Dead but alive. I was waiting for someone else to give me a reason to live. But yet, I didn't even know why I was still walking. Dead but alive when I am waiting for someone else to believe in me. But yet, I don't even believe in myself. Waiting and waiting. Without understanding why I was still not happy. Even if I was getting what I wanted. For a short amount of time. Why? Because I was dead inside. I did not respect myself enough to fight for what I deserve. I did not respect myself enough to believe in myself. 
I was dead inside, but I was still walking on a day-to-day, trying to prove the world. I was not what they said I was, but yet, did I believe it in myself? Did I believe myself? I was not who everyone else said I was. Dead but alive because I was not living what I wanted to live. I was living what others expected me to be. I was dead but alive. One day after the next, it was the same life. I couldn't find a door to exit. I couldn't find a way out. Until one day I had to review myself to say enough is enough. This is my life and I am taking control of it. Until one day I said I am going to step out of the circle. I am going to step out of the vicious cycle. I was starting to find the light and so I found God and I forgot about everything and anyone else I was just focused on what he had for me because at that moment I was no longer dead inside now I was looking for the love where it always been the love that God had for me I started seeing the purpose in my life, the plan that God had for me. It was no longer what the men thought. It was more of what God is promising me. I was starting to see the light. I was starting to see the light when God showed me what I was capable of and what he had all along. I was starting to see the light when I started walking in faith. I started believing I was I deserve to be loved the right way. I started to believe I was special. I started to believe that I deserve better. I started to believe that I could do it all because God is now with me. I was seeing the light. But yet, things happen in life. This turns and twists. And even though a lot of times we say that... All your problems will be gone. That's not a true statement. It's only that now you have somebody that gives you the strength to keep going. Now you have that one person that will never leave you. And that one person that will never betray you. God is there with me every step of the way. But yet sometimes we forget that you could be dead inside. Even if you sit on a bench. Even if you see hearing the same preaching every Sunday, even if you are at church every day, sometimes we forget that we can't keep counting numbers in the church, but more realizing who's really alive and who's dead. Because sometimes we think that because we are physically there and the inside we can be completely empty. I once again started feeling half dead inside I started feeling like I was drowning I started feeling like I couldn't breathe I started feeling like I was about to step back I was about to let go of everything 
And even though I was screaming for help, no one else could hear me. Started feeling like I was in an empty room where nobody could hear anything I was saying. I was half dead. I was feel like I was drowning. I was feeling like I would stick my head out for air, but then go back down to drown. We stop. We have to stop counting the numbers and start looking at who's dead and who's alive. Start listening when people are calling out for help. Start listening when people are dying and they can no longer breathe. We need to start paying attention and caring for those inside. Now, because we are inside means we're not going to have any trials or tribulations. It just means that God is there with us. And it gave us a family that is supposed to help us keep walking this path. But yes, sometimes we get so distracted on the goods and the bads. And sometimes we get distracted on the numbers. And sometimes we get distracted on the day-to-day that we forget to check up on those that are strong. Or those that are not as strong. We forget to check up on those that went MIA one day and never came back. They drown. They drown in the middle of a whole family that didn't realize that person was gone. And then we ask, why is that person gone? That person is gone because it was hurt. That person was gone because... It was going to different trials, different tribulations. It was going to a hard time and didn't find the help to lift their hands up and say, come on, you can do this. We are here together. That person is gone because it was criticized. It was bashed. It was stabbed for what people were seeing with their eyes, but yet didn't know the real reasons of what was going on. We dying inside. We dying inside, but we are so worried of the outside while we are showing the world. We are dying inside where we pretend that we have the perfect life. But was that what God called us for? Was that what God called us to do? No. The the bench. That you sitting in that bench, that the church is full, doesn't mean everybody's alive. God's house is a hospital for sinners. And we all have our mistakes. And we all have our sins. And we all have our flaws. But yet, we forget to take care of the sick. We forget to follow up with each other. It's not a daycare. It's a hospital. And we all have to understand that. We all have to put our part. But yet, we are dying inside. We all walk in sometimes like it's a routine. We all sometimes walk in like we are automatic. But yet, we forget to take care of ourselves and take care of our brothers. God is there. He hasn't changed. But his word says, don't stop congregating like a lot of us do. 
There's a reason why. It's because we're stronger together. There's a reason why. Because when you're falling, I can lift you up. But when I'm falling, you can lift me up. This has nothing to do with who's more spiritual who's not. It just has to do with a family of Christ coming together and fighting the good fight. I found the light. I found the light in God. I found the light in a in a positive surrounding. I found the light with support group. I found the light with good friends. I found the light forgetting about who was around me and who was not. But just keep keeping my eyes on God and saying, God, you are my strength. God, you love me with everything. And I could do it all. I could do it all because you're the one that gives me the strength. I deserve better. I am capable And I will reach the end. Because my salvation is the most important thing to me. God bless you. Like here you can have it back I'm done I'm 
you know, it's, it's overwhelming. I don't have time for this. I can't tell God that. Um, what else? I can't let go of my job. How am I supposed to support myself? And especially, you know, I've fought for this for so long. This is like my life dream. So I started thinking. And this morning, I went to my happy place. We should all have a happy place, by the way. If you don't have a happy place, let me tell you. You don't know what you're missing. You don't know what... You don't know who you just don't know. Oh, my happy place is usually the park. Is usually... Today, I found a new happy place. Which is the beach. Uh, it's a park near my house. It has a beach or a lake or something. And it's awesome. I went there this morning. I put a blanket. Um, I brought a book. I brought my Bible. I brought my phone, which I shouldn't have brought my phone. But, you know, my plan was putting music on, which it worked for a little bit. Um, and I just started looking at the sky, just admiring what God created. And then I even fell asleep, I'll be honest. I even fell asleep in, um, in the middle of reading my book because I was mentally and physically exhausted. And mind you, it was only like nine in the morning. But it happens. We are humans. You know, we get tired too. So, what did I do? Um, I started thinking and I started analyzing what she was telling me. And I started thinking, well, maybe it's not that I have to quit on the things I am doing. It's just maybe I have to have a balance and I have to let other people carry their responsibility or their end of the, you know, the deal. For example, in my home, maybe I should let my kids or, or I don't want to say force, but, you know, I, I need to be more demanding with my kids. I have to be more, put my foot down, like, this is your responsibility. I'm going to take care of this part and you guys are going to take care of this other one. Like, that takes some weight off my shoulders. Now, when it comes down to the business, maybe... I should stop delaying things so much. Maybe I should stop saying I'll do this part tomorrow. I'll do this part the next day. And then I'm not rushing with a deadline. Hmm, you get it, right? It's not letting go. It's maybe organizing my life and stuff. So, also, what else can I be doing in the, in the ministry? Maybe I should let other people help me. Like, people help me. But there are times where I've been told that I micro micromanage a lot. So maybe that's the problem I have. It's not necessarily like, it's not necessarily that I am doing something wrong. Maybe it's just, I'm not allowing other people to help me the way, um, I, I'm not letting people help me the way that, you know, they might be able to help me if I let them. So, that I could, that's another thing I could implement. What else? Now, when it comes down to my marriage, maybe I should let God take control. Let God be God. And let God do what he needs to do. Sometimes, look. Sometimes we look at the problems, but we don't look at the solution. 
we may have um, I don't know let's say I have problems in my marriage instead of looking at how bad he is or well, not how, not, that's not my case but you know what I mean instead of looking at the problem or what the person has that's like oh my god why they don't change this or why they don't change that things that you don't like better say, that's the better word why don't we tell God like God what can I do to make to change this what can I do to make you better what can I do you know because if we both put on the fighting gloves who's gonna win nobody's gonna win we are gonna be in a dead end fight that is never going to end and who's the one that's going to be laughing that devil now going into that it's something funny that I was reading. It's not, you know, sometimes it's not that we don't know these things. It's that we need a reminder. That's why it's good to, like, um, feed yourself from the Bible, like, books, you know, um, preachings, all these things, you know. Or, you know, friends that are actually looking after you, that are giving you good advice. <laughs> you have maybe a therapist. I learned the therapist is the best thing. You go there, you say everything you have to say, and nobody gets offended. And then you come out of there like, okay, maybe, okay, I need to work on this and on that. It's somebody that's looking at from the outside, your situation, and it doesn't have a favorite. Like, you know? So it's the best thing. Like, there's this taboo about going to therapy. Um, I'm telling you, I love it. I'm all up for it all that time. Now, like I was saying... <laughs> Like I was saying, um, is sometimes we are fighting the wrong, the wrong enemy. Like, who is your enemy? That's one of the books I'm reading right now, and and I'm working on a, a workbook and stuff. And it is who is your enemy? Your enemy is not your children. The enemy is not your husband or your wife. Your enemy is not, you know, whatever it is that is hunting you. The enemy is the devil. And sometimes we are fighting the wrong enemy. We think, like, you're the one that's making my life miserable. You are the one that's not doing this or that. When in reality, the enemy is putting things to fall in a certain way where you and your partner are both going at it where you and your kids are both going at it and nobody's winning but the enemy now if we start quitting on things they say we, we could we could quit on this and we could quit on that how about how would we feel if God quit on us because we know that God Sometimes it's like, really? Again? Really? You're not listening? Like, you're not learning? Like, what's going on? And it's frustrating. God must be frustrated with us from time to time. But again, he's still patient. He still waits. He's still, like, kind of work around it and just kind of keep talking to us and guiding us and giving us advice. And we are a representation of God. We are creation of God. He made us to his image. So that means that anything God does in our lives, 
we could probably do it with in our situations or with somebody else. I'm not saying we're a God or none of that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that this patient that God has for us, he also implemented that patient in us for us to apply it to other certain situations or people. That um, the same way God doesn't quit on us, we shouldn't quit on our kids, our marriage, our job. There's some jobs that God is going to take you out of because he got something better for you. Um, but you always got to make sure before you quit on something, you actually ask God for his guidance and like ask him like, God, this is really what you want me to do? Like this is, you know, this is your plan? Because let me tell you, if you go quit on something and you're not sure it's God, you're in trouble. Don't ever give a step without being sure that God, that God got you. The God is there with you. Because when God tells you to do something, doesn't matter how crazy he sounds, he's going to back you up. It's because he has something better for you. He has a plan. But if you... Are walking shows by your own knowledge, by your own will, and then things don't go the right way, you can't really complain. Because God is gonna be like, I didn't tell you to go that way. I didn't tell you to go this way. Did you even ask me? That's another thing. Sometimes we ask everybody for an opinion, except God. We ask everybody. I don't know if anybody has had this situation when you go to everybody and ask them for their opinion you don't like the answer that nobody gives you and you hear like man people don't understand what i'm saying and you're getting mad because you're like oh my god like do they understand what is coming out of my mouth do they understand what is it that i need but why don't you go to your creator i remember i heard in in a preaching long 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 time ago this example and it just came to my mind right now that Apple Apple doesn't let and even Microsoft right now doesn't let anybody work on their on their electronics you have to take it directly to their company why is that because who better than the creator of the product to fix it so who better than God to fix our problems? Who better than God to guide us and give us the right advice and give us the solution of our problems? But sometimes we want to go and ask everybody and anybody. And sometimes we don't realize that people not always have the best intentions in our lives. Or maybe they're telling us because they love us, but they're not really looking at it like, is that God's will in that person's life? Maybe this is this person is going through this because God is trying to do something with them. God is trying to show them something. And by you taking that advice, that it was, you know, it was meant to be a good advice. But you... It wasn't meant for you at that moment in time. So that's why we have to be careful with the advices that people give us sometimes. Now, going back to quitting. Let's balance our lives. Let's let's realize that we are more than just a mother. Let's realize that we are more than just a, more than just a wife. We are more, more than just a businesswoman. Um, we are more than just, you know, 
one more person in the church. We are more than just one more person in school. But the most beautiful thing is when you can balance everything out and at the end of this frustration, you can see the light. And you're like, okay, let me not focus on the problem. Let me, let me focus on the solution. What can I do to fix this, this situation? What can I do to make it better? And then it's like magically all the clouds go away. Like magically the sun comes out. Like magically your day just becomes brighter again. Like I'm starting, I'm starting to get um, anxiety. And this is something I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Because this is something I never had before. And now it's just I feel like, you know, like I get anxiety for a lot of things. And I get upset and I get mad. And, 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 and I feel like the room is closing on me. And I feel like, oh my God, like my chest is about to come out of my, um, my heart is going to come out of my chest. And all these feelings that I never felt before. And it was overwhelmed. Like I was overwhelmed with so many things. But yeah, I asked myself like, wait. But I used to do this and 20 more things before, and I didn't feel like this, and I had time to do everything. Now I just feel like I don't have enough time in the day, or not even in the week. And then I think about it, and I'm like, you know what, maybe it's just because I am so focused on the problem and not focusing enough on the solution. Maybe I need to take my, that me time more often, because me time is more is so important. Like. I love my me time and nobody can mess with my me time. And sometimes I forget to take it. That me time and that God time too. Sometimes the first two things that we throw out the window is the me time and the God time. And those are the two times that are more important. One, because the God time is the one that's guiding you and giving you the strength to keep going forward. And the me time is the one that's having your mind clear and is resting and is, you know, getting ready for what's coming next. Like when you're in a plane, you can't. The first thing they tell you is if anything happens, put your oxygen first before you help anybody else. Why is that? Because if you don't have oxygen, when you're on the way to help somebody else, you're gonna suffocate and you are going to fall first. So, for you to be helping others, you need to be strong yourself. And that includes your family, your kids, everywhere. Think about it. If you get sick and you and you pass out, or God forbid, you pass, you you pass, um, you die. Um, who's gonna take care of your kids? Who's gonna take care of your house? You gotta think about these things. It's important to take care of everything that you need to take care of all of your all your responsibilities, but it's also important for you to take care of yourself. It's more important than anything taking care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then anything else that you need to do is not going to be taken care of anyways. Hi, you got that one, right? You understood what I said there. So, and besides, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. And I'm a true believer of that. God does not give us more than we can handle. And, you know, the Word of God says... You know, come to me, all those that are weary and tired, and I will give you strength. So, you know, this is something I wanted to share. Like, you are not alone. You are not the only one that sometimes wants to run (laughs) 
and now look back. You're not the only one that sometimes feels like, man, I need, I need energy to keep going forward. I, I don't want to do this no more. Um, we all feel that way at some point. It's, it's just, it's not in that place that you at is where you're going to end up at. It's just kind of like recalculate, reorganize, re, you know, do a restructure and then go forward again. Go with more energy. Go with more, you know, with everything you got. So that's what I want to share. God bless you. And um, see you next time.